Welcome to the Startup of the Year podcast, where each episode we showcase exciting new companies from around the world. This podcast is produced by Established, creators of the Startup of the Year program. Established is focused on helping organizations with their innovation, startup, and communication strategies. Welcome back to the Startup of the Year podcast. I'm Frank Gruber, the co-founder and co-CEO of Established, co-founder of Established Ventures, and the team behind the Startup of the Year community and this very podcast. On this episode, we are going to talk to the team from Launch Tennessee. Uh, we're excited to be. We were excited. We've been working with them down at South by Southwest this year, as we were one of the partners at the Established Lounge. So we'll we'll be joined here shortly for a little panel discussion with Charles uh, Lane, who's serving as the Innovation Manager at Launch Tennessee, as well as Monique Vila. She's the uh, Chief Investment Officer at Launch Tennessee, and uh, Chris Hatch, who's also a member of the team and Senior Associate at Launch Tennessee. So lots of great people here. We're going to talk about. Uh, some of the things they're doing down in Tennessee and what's been going on with the investment side of things. I know they have a fund as well. And so a lot, a lot to listen to and, and learn from here shortly. A lot of opportunities for startups as well. Uh, before we get started, though, I wanted to mention a couple of events that are coming up. First off, we've got America's Seed Fund Week, the second annual America's Seed Fund Week. The SBA is hosting this event May 15th through 18th. It's online, a virtual event that helps connect startups and small businesses to, um, to some of the uh, opportunities for early stage funding for their for their. Uh, their endeavors. So Startup of the Year is um, excited to be announcing these things and sharing them because Establish works very closely with the SBA. And uh, obviously, we're also a entrepreneurial support organization and um, and see the benefit in some of these opportunities. So I think anybody that's listening right now, um, if you haven't checked out americaseedfund.us, you should check that out right away. Uh, that's where you can register for this event. Because America's Seed Fund actually serves as a springboard for providing $4 billion in funding in early stage uh, startups and small businesses. This is for our, uh, research and development uh, through commercialization. Uh, for anybody that's an innovator that has uh, something out there that, that might be interesting to one of the government agencies. So $4 billion a year. That's billions of dollars every year that, that the uh, government invests in companies. And these are non-dilutive opportunities. So you could literally... Uh, get a contract with NASA or, or uh, NSF or uh, NIH or any of these different agencies to help them with some of their uh, innovation, um, you know, opportunities and ultimately uh, have a customer. So it's a great opportunity for you if you're a startup. So go over to americasseedfund.us, learn more, sign up, attend the event, May 15th through 18th. All right. We also have our own uh, Startup of the Year event coming up on April 25th. It's uh, another one of our community events where we're showcasing some of the companies from our community to a group of investors. Uh, you get a chance to check out some of their pitches, learn a little bit more about them, as well as learn some uh, different different things from the investor panel that we're assembling. So check it out. Go to est.us at, uh, forward slash April 25, est.us forward slash April 25. Get your ticket right away, RSVP. It's coming up on April 25th, and you're not going to want to miss it. All right, before we dive in, we're going to actually shine a light on a company in our community, one that I actually really enjoy um, using. It's a an app. It's called dun, 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 the Storybook app. If you're not familiar with the Storybook app, it actually is guided uh, messages, narrated bedtime stories, and relaxing music to help parents get their children to relax and fall asleep much faster when it's bedtime, 
for those parents out there, you definitely going to appreciate this. And I, I do use the app, so I'm excited about this app. It's um, ranked number one app in parenting in 90 countries with 1.7 million downloads. Pretty significant amount of downloads there. A lot of parents are using it. And the app is you know, reducing the average falling asleep time from 50 minutes to an average of 13 minutes just by um, using the app. And it's pretty amazing what it can do. So if you're interested in more information on it, go over to Storybook app. It's storybook-app.com to learn more, storybook-app.com. You can also look it up in, in the uh, different stores, like um, you go to the, to Apple or, or uh, Android, I believe. You can go look up Storybook app and you should find it. Um, and, you know, it should it should help put uh, put your little one to sleep. And if you have sleep sleep uh, issues, can't get to sleep yourself, maybe give it a whirl as well. Uh, maybe it'll help you um, relax and, and fall asleep, especially on those those Sunday nights when you maybe get the uh, Sunday scaries. All right, let's jump in with that conversation with Charles, Monique, and Chris from Launch Tennessee right now. Launch Tennessee. So if those not, who wants to answer this one, what's Launch Tennessee? What have you been doing? How long have you been doing it? And why should we why should we be listening right now? Yeah, so Launch Tennessee is a public-private partnership with the state of Tennessee. We've been in existence um, in this iteration for about 10 years. And um, over the past 10 years, have really worked to galvanize and build a, a really strong ecosystem in the state of Tennessee. Um, Tennessee has some really strong and um, important uh, industries that exist there, healthcare being one of them. Um, logistics and supply chain is, is huge in the state. As the state has kind of grown and evolved, we've really focused on um, building out the innovation and uh, the really kind of startup engine that really is important for all business to, to succeed um, in the state. So Launch Tennessee really exists to do that. We have uh, 12 entrepreneur, or sorry, uh, seven entrepreneur centers around the state of Tennessee wow. that we support seven. and fund. Um, and then we also have uh, five vertical focus organizations, six vertical vo- focus wow. organizations growing every day. That's um, amazing. To, uh, to better support the entrepreneurs in the state. All right, so you've got a lot going on at Launch Tennessee. It's big. Like you've got seven centers and six different programs and investing. Say, talk, talk about that. What are, you, what are you working on, Monique? Yes. Um, well, actually, let's, if you we'll can hear us in the back, we get, you're going to want to hear this. So give me a shh. If you can hear me in the back, say shh. There we go. All right, go ahead. Yes, so we are launching, and we just announced a $70 million fund. 70? We'll 70. Wow, congrats. Let's so hear it. $70 million fund out of Launch Tennessee. Investing in early stage startups. So Tennessee located mostly. We do have some discretion to invest outside of the state. We can write anywhere from a $25,000 check to a $3 million check. We can lead, uh, co-lead, or follow. And we're looking to invest in 140 companies over the coming years as part of this fund. Wow, 140? So we're really excited, yes. And then part of the fund as well, we're investing directly into venture capital funds. So we'll be an anchor, uh, what's called a limited partner, but an LP, um, helping to create new venture capital funds across the state. Mm -hmm. And so those take the form of $1 to $3 million uh, commitments on our part. Wow, so you're doing fund of funds. That's exciting. Um, are you so this is new exciting congratulations um, prior to that what were you guys doing from an investment perspective were you doing investments like this oh you were okay yeah so um, the, the fund that Monique mentions for those in the room who might be familiar is a, a product of the SSBCI 2.0 program um, which is through who 
Uh, the uh, U.S. Treasury. Okay, great. And so we actually operated the state of Tennessee's first SSBCI program back mm-hmm. in 2011. Um, so the state of Tennessee uh, was given $29 million through that program, and Lost mm-hmm. Tennessee was given uh, the latitude to manage all of that. And so wow. we've made investments, and now that those companies have started to exit, we're actually reinvesting the returns through a vehicle we call the Impact Fund. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we've been investing out of up until now, and now we're getting ready for this new uh, new chapter with InvestTN. Okay. Chuck. Go by Chuck, right? Yeah, Chuck. Okay. Tell us a little bit more about what you're up to with, I know you guys are a FAST awardee. Can you talk a little bit more about what that means from an SBA, like from the SBA and what that looks like? Sure, sure. Yeah, we are. So um, Tennessee, as you know it, um, uh, I think probably one of our most premier and original innovation assets um, is Oak Ridge National Labs. That's uh, kind of what I think we've, uh, you know, been been known of uh, for for the longest time. Um, And in some of our work, uh, we're just... uh, and we support all of our, our innovators and researchers from universities and, and the labs across the state um, in uh, applying to the Small Business Innovation Research Program um, and unlocking those dollars. Um, we have a pretty sizable matching fund to, to assist folks uh, that are able to secure those. So uh, phase one awardees are able to, uh, to get $100,000 and phase two awardees up to $300,000. Um, and to date, so about at the state level, you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. we, we definitely um, think it's a very valuable federal program, and whenever you can communicate uh, something to the state in, in that way, it's uh, very helpful for us. Wow. Um, and to date, about 20% of folks that have that have gone through those programs, um, or rather, 20% of the current uh, equity portfolio at Launch Tennessee um, has been able to, to go through that. So okay, we lost money. You, you come want to come back? Yeah. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Uh, so so. Talk about how do, you've been doing. Have you gotten that fast multiple times, or how does that work with y'all? Yeah, so so um, the microgrant program has been around uh, roughly since 2017, okay. um, and uh, ha- have been able to, to benefit from the fast program for um, I think four or five years to, to date. Um, so been very helpful in, in building out um, just that pipeline and, and opportunity for companies to, to access that. Um, definitely think that, that we're excited about. Uh, some emerging industries in, in Tennessee and, and how uh, the FAST program can help entrepreneurs, um, particularly in maybe the energy space right now. Okay. So um, energy is big in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of like three different regions, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Memphis, uh, a lot of work in like medical device, life sciences. Mm-hmm. Um, and in East Tennessee around the labs, a uh, ton of energy startups. Mm-hmm. Um, An exciting thing, we just launched our first clean tech uh, accelerator like a year ago. Wow. Um, so just really excited for what's to come there. So you've got multiple levels of an accelerator, different, uh, I guess, verticals of accelerators. What can you talk about? You mentioned one a minute ago. What are the rest of them, and how's it? All, what is the kind of like timeline? Like, when do they happen? I don't know who wants to answer that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Are you saying verticals? In yeah, the different. State? Yeah, different verticals around different um, topics or themes. So there are many. Yeah. Um, one in particular that people know or recognize Tennessee for is healthcare. Right. Um, you know, Nashville has been. Nashville. A, yep really the epicenter of, of so much in the healthcare space for decades. Um, and also just contributing to the global GDP as a result. But also locally, it's what it's spurred is um, really a flywheel of innovation mm-hmm. across different applications within healthcare. So what we are seeing is that there is an opportunity to expand on the digital health side mm-hmm. um, and have like true SaaS businesses that are serving digital health. Um, yeah. We're also seeing growth in consumer. We have a really strong small business community. And because of that, when you combine small business with our tourism community and also entertainment, we actually are a really great place to be able to launch new brands that end up being national 
uh, you know, nationally recognized brands. Mm -hmm. And so anytime you put consumer together with something like healthcare, there's going to be some really interesting cross um, kind of uh, opportunities moving forward. We also have a growing mobility opportunity. So there's quite a few uh, very large corporates that are located across the state. So VW has a large presence in Chattanooga. Oh, wow. Uh, Ford just is recently announcing the Blue Oval City initiative that's just east of Memphis. Um, but we also have Bridgestone in Nashville. Tires. Yes. And Nissan North America is headquartered just south of Nashville. So that's another thing that I think a lot of people don't realize when they think about Tennessee. I think of the choo-choo. And we had and, and Chattanooga Choo Choo back yeah. to mobility. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was part it's of been mobility for a while. Mobility, yeah, yeah, right. But we're also seeing a real interest in um, again, just like sustainable tech. Uh, whether it's clean mobility, yeah. like that's where the clean tech tie. There's a lot of opportunity when you start to look at some of the cross sections there. Yeah. Um, there's also a large life science and biotech presence. Um, and so we, what we're doing is essentially picking these off as they come along as opportunities to find unique ways to really bring s resources to those founders and to those companies. Okay. And then you've created these centers in different, si part, you know, different parts of the state. State's very long, right? So how has that been for you all? And like, what was the kind of like, how's it been to like ha have similar kind of programs in all these different places and, and keep it consistent? So I think one thing that we've learned through COVID especially is that the question of uh, having a physical space and what is the benefit of that physical space. Um, obviously, people have different takes on this, but what we've found is that people naturally still want to congregate and come together. Right. And so having a front door for entrepreneurs across the state, no matter if they're in a place like Nashville or if they're in a place like Kingsport, you know, which is northeast Tennessee, for those who you don't know, mm -hmm. uh, to Jackson, um, to Memphis, we found that having that front door for entrepreneurship and innovation is really essential. Um, so it's something that we take great pride in supporting, not just financially, but also through programming and through our extensive resources. Okay, that makes sense. So remote's okay. And you, you mentioned investing in, in places outside of Tennessee. Talk a little bit about that. It's, I mean, there's some, fo some folks might be interested in what you're doing and say, I'm moving to Tennessee immediately. Others might, because of the choo-choo mainly, but also Nashville, um, but other things too. But Nashville's fun. Like, there's really great stuff happening. But I guess outside of that, if they don't want to, is that okay? Like, what do you, what's your, what's your, I guess, take on that? So I think an important thing to know about our fund is that a lot of places will have these recruitment efforts to say, hey, we'll give you, you know, X amount in investment capital if you relocate to this place. Right. Um, that's not something that we're explicitly doing with this fund. Mm -hmm. um, it's also worth noting that. So you that are doing that. You're saying, hey, come to our place and we'll give you money. Not. Oh, you're not doing that. Yeah, okay, that's just something be clear. we're not doing. Something you're not doing. A lot yeah. of places do. Yeah. Um, there are, that's a much longer conversation about the pros and cons there. Right, right, right. Um, I think for us, our mandate is really Tennessee located first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And what most people don't realize is that Nashville and specifically Tennessee as a whole um, was second in tech talent migration through COVID. Wow. Only second to Austin. Wow. Which is the lovely city we're sitting in right now. That's um, interesting. I've seen, I mean, I did have a lot of friends moved in, to Nashville. Yeah. Miami and was number 13. Wow. Um, which people thought was number one because of Twitter. Um, <laughs> people think a lot of things that I don't know about on uh, Twitter that are questionable. Mm -hmm. um, but it's worth mentioning that people were choosing to move to Tennessee. And we see that as a much more durable opportunity for us to invest in those companies as yeah. opposed to luring people for capital. And then the second that our requirement ends, they move 
Um, that's just not something that we see a lot of sustainability in. Um, so we're really looking for Tennessee located, which we're still working to define uh, with the state of Tennessee. But we are opportunistic. We can invest in companies and funds that are not explicitly Tennessee located, but have a Tennessee tie. So whether that's you, you know, went to school there, you have um, an interest somehow that overlaps with our industries of focus. Um, there's lots of opportunity, and we see that people move around a lot. And so yeah. they very well could be a good fit for our fund, even if they don't live in Tennessee full time. Well, that's great. That makes a lot of sense to me. And I think initially you saw people lock that program in where you got to be here, and it, it just hasn't worked. We don't have to go into that debate, debate right now, but it really, for a lot of folks, hasn't worked out because people take the money, they move there, and then guess what? They go sell like something doesn't they either sell it or they move on or whatever and they move out. So I, it makes a lot of sense to me why you're doing that. Let's talk a little bit about um, the benefit. Like you mentioned, it's the second that's pretty impressive. Your second most people moved into town during the COVID times. Tech talent. So let's talk about maybe why. Why are people moving to Tennessee? Let's talk to these people about why Tennessee is cool. So as I mentioned, Austin was number one. We won't hold it against you if you're here from Austin. Um, I think people are realizing that they don't need to be explicitly located uh, in a big city like New York City or San Francisco. And one of my favorite analogies for this was actually how Wall Street moved up Manhattan Island. And it was this realization that the stronger magnet is actually the talent and not the capital. Um, I think there are so many founders that really got worn down by the message that they had to move to Silicon Valley to build their business. In reality, people's customers can be in lots of different places. And ideally, as an entrepreneur, you'd want to have proximity to your customers and not your investors necessarily. And so because of that, I think through COVID and everything that we all collectively experienced, we realized that there was this opportunity to optimize for maybe other things, uh, like uh, maybe being closer to family or uh, maybe you were from Tennessee and found, hey, maybe I do want to move back, even though I thought I never would. Um, we've heard lots of different variations. Maybe a spouse had a personal tie or you had a kid and you wanted to be close to grandparents. Or they just looked around as I did and said, hey, this is great. I could live here. Um, and maybe I do want to get out of Los Angeles, which I did. And so whatever the story is, people have been making those decisions themselves and what's great is that when they show up into town, they start, well, first, they figure out, you know, who their dentist is going to be or, you know, what, what their grocery store of choice is going to be. They dust off, they unpack, and then they get to work. And so it's been really transformative for our community to have, again, this new and old. We have people who are incredibly knowledgeable in Tennessee that have been there for a long time coming together with, you know, new people who are raising their hand to help. All right, that, that makes, yeah, I think there's a lot of benefit, obviously, what, what you're offering and, and you know, the, the lifestyle and everything, so that's, that's clear. Um, so, Chuck, what's your, what's your involvement been, I guess, with uh, America Seed Fund and the SBIR, STTR stuff? Like, share a little bit more about that, because I'd love to hear how that's impacted both you all as an organization and then also um, the companies that you're working with. Sure, sure, definitely. So um, the SBIR program is a great resource for entrepreneurs, um, largely in, in our universities and research assets across the, the state, um, to, to access some of that early stage capital that otherwise um, they wouldn't, wouldn't be able to secure. Um, and uh, it, it's been really great to be able to partner um, with a lot of our, our, our folks uh, across uh, the state, 
um, in some of those tech transfer offices, et cetera, um, and, and some of the, the pipelines and programs that they are building mm -hmm. um, to come alongside and uh, offer those supportive resources for their early stage founders uh, to get them to a point um, you know, where they are venture backable, have, have a longer runway, um, or just uh, greater technology like maturity. Um, I, I'd say similarly to uh, talking about all of our network partners and how great it is to work together with them. Um, I'm sure everyone here and, and where they come from, all of their cities uh, get along great and uh, have no, no qualms between one another. Um, I know there's like some, some Houston rivalry here yeah, definitely. in, in yeah, Texas. Houston, yes. um, but certainly in, in Tennessee, I think uh, it's just uh, um, helpful to be able to bring a different approach uh, to, to each uh, city and, and their supports. Um, and, and for instance, like with, with Vanderbilt, some of the work that they're doing, um, able to support a lot of like NIH activities over there and, and their um, efforts uh, with, with that agency. Um, so has been incredibly helpful in, in being able to support that um, and uh, has uh, just really been a catalyst for innovation in the state. That's great. That's great. Uh, we're going to wrap soon, but I wanted to get some parting thoughts as we talk about, um, you know, you've, you've been at South by now and you're seeing startups and innovation and um, you're doing some amazing things in Tennessee. What are you guys excited about here looking ahead? I mean, obviously we had a real rough Friday <laughs> with the stuff happening in the, in, the, in the banking industry and startups affected by it. But what are, you, what are you excited, aside from that, what are you excited about as you continue to go, you go back to Tennessee and you're like, we're going to keep on trucking. What are we doing? Like, what are we excited about and what's new? Yeah, I think you make a great point. Um, I think, you know, beyond macro conditions, we're really excited just to keep moving forward. Um, the capital that we have available now is going to be, I think, a really, really important piece of moving our ecosystem forward, moving the ball down the field, so to speak, for many, many entrepreneurs um, over the life of that program. And, and once again, like the way that we are able to reinvest, I think it's just pivotal for um, the continued growth of the ecosystem. And so I'm just really excited to... Uh, you know, show back up on, on every Monday, right, and, uh, and keep going. Great. And I, I would say for me, uh, over the next 10 years, um, this space, this industry really has an opportunity uh, to change the world for the better um, and, and in a more sustainable way, um, and really excited to be doing that. Uh, in terms of South by excitement, uh, really want to connect with folks that could be, uh, you know, assistant to our, to our entrepreneurs or, or build yeah. out the ecosystem. Um, so uh, just excited for that. Great. I think um, it's interesting to be in the moment that we are with uh, the Silicon Valley Bank news and really seeing that um, anytime that there's a challenge, it's really a big opportunity for people to step up. And I think South by Southwest is a great place for us to be reminded of the importance of coming together and really acting in favor of the collective good. You know, how can we benefit not just, you know, me, myself in this exact day today, but how can I benefit the broader ecosystem and contribute to the growth and the health of that ecosystem in the long term? So I'm really encouraged by people who are consistent in showing up. And I think that's, you're an example of that, honestly. Okay. Um, Thank you. you know, established has continued to show up in places that people forget about um, and, and have these conversations. And so, you know, coming out of South by Southwest, that's, that's really what is propelling me forward personally. Thank you so much. I appreciate you saying that. And obviously, agree, you know, yes, that's what we're doing. We've got to keep, you got to keep on going. And I, I know that we're at our time, but I wanted to, first off, thank you all for being here. And then secondly, where can people find you? Well, also, thank you for your support of this event. That was very helpful. And um, 
where can people find you or connect with you if they wanted to, if they've got a question or they want to like learn some more about your programs or they've got a, a fund or a startup or something like that and they're interested in, in what you're doing? So launchtn.org. TN for Tennessee. <laughs> oh, clear. That's clear. It makes so sense. you'll remember it. Yep. Um, we're a .org because we are a nonprofit. Uh, we host 3686 in September. It'll be our 10th year. It wow. is a, essentially what I call a very large party for the tech and innovation community in the state. Mm-hmm. That's not our official tagline, but that's what I say. Um, and we would love to host you there. Please come out and learn about Tennessee and meet, meet our people. We have people from all across the country that come together. You've, you've yeah. been... Yeah, I've been a speaker at it. It's yeah, great. you've yeah. spoken. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's something we love to do. So please join us. Come, yeah. in, come and join the party. Sounds great. I would love to. September? Okay, I'll put it on my calendar. Thank you all. Wow, lots of uh, great stuff happening in Tennessee. And uh, it was awesome to have Launch Tennessee as a partner at our event at South by Southwest. Couldn't do it without them, so we really appreciate the support and look forward to staying in touch and doing everything we can to, to help with their efforts and vice versa. All right. Well, that's the show for today. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate you being here. And if you like something you heard, please do share it. Maybe there's something that uh, they said about uh, venture opportunities or maybe something I said about, I don't know what, but uh, please do share it. And uh, in doing so, you're going to help another founder potentially uh, with their their mission and, and help them move forward in their in their endeavors. So we appreciate it and sharing is caring. And as always, if you have a startup idea and you want to get it going, today is the best day to start up, not tomorrow, not the next day. Get it going, get it started. And in doing so, I encourage you strongly to join our community at Startup of the Year for the access to expert advice, and resources, and everything that helps elevate your startup by simply going to SOTY.link forward slash apply. It's free to join, um, just an application process, or just go to startupofyear.com. We look forward to seeing you in our community soon. Until next time, I'm Frank Gruber. Don't forget to hug your loved ones out there. Life's way too short, so definitely do that. And as long as uh, you're out there, please do make some waves in the world. And uh, good luck starting out. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Startup of the Year podcast. Be sure to subscribe and we'll be back with another episode soon.